הרני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שתורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שאוכני עפר קדוש משבר אצלנו. ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש, צדיק יסודו נמנחה נובע מכוח חוכמה. רבנו נחמן פגם בן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן נאומן. זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם יקנטיני בפורט פודקאסט און סעיף ש"ח שיחות הר"ן. רבנו זלאס קונברסיישן אין דיס הולי בוק. קונברסיישן 308, He answers it, he explains that the only way to true happiness is to toil on the Torah, not on Gashmiut, not on materialism. To put all your force in the Torah, all your effort in the Torah, which is going to be toiling, it's going to be difficult. To accept upon yourself all the pain, to bear all the pain of this world, the suffering of this world, but to do it with a dat, with a consciousness that only the Torah can grant you. That when you have this consciousness, you recognize that everything is good. You find meaning even in the dark place. And then that is true simcha. For you can try to find happiness in money, in physical things, but it demands more of you the more you enter it. The more you rely on physicality, the more it demands. And therefore, the less happy you are because you're always missing something. Whereas a person who puts his force in the Torah, he can actually be content with the little that he has. And that's what Rabbeinu says is true simcha. Is, what does it say in the Pirkei Avot? We always say, Who is the wealthy one, the one who's happy with what he has? Meaning the true happiness is being content with the smallest amount, that which Hashem gives you. Meaning serving Hashem with what, with what He decided to give you. And if you are able to do that, then happy are you, happy are you in this world, happy are you in the next. And as we just left off, this is where we start. But one who wants to one who wants to delve into the pleasures of the world into the pleasures of this world and to live peacefully in this world it is certain that a man who tries to do this his life is bitter it's painful even the slightest breeze will upset him meaning the more you try to hope for good 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 in this physical realm The more you try to hope for goodness in the physical sense, the more you actually get upset because the less, uh, what do you call it? The less you see, you have it. The more you want, the less you have. It, it, it's unbelievable how the more you desire in the physical realm, um, the more you lack. And yet, the more you desire in the Kedusha, the more you have. And therefore, you're content with even a little bit. Because the second a person um, has something that goes against his will, immediately he has pain, he has suffering. Why? Because it didn't go as planned. And we know, Rabbeinu said, it's impossible that everything goes according to your will. Even if you're wealthy, even if you're a master, even if you're a ruler of a country or whatever it might be. It's impossible because this world is filled with suffering. Because, therefore, there's no place a person can flee 
from the toiling of this world and all its suffering. The only way you can escape the suffering of this world is only if you escape to the toiling of the Torah. Meaning you have to suffer the bitterness of the Torah at the beginning. Because, like Abenu teaches us in the Kutah Moran, when you enter the Torah, when, uh, when you first begin to do Teshuvah, when you first begin to do Teshuvah, or when you first begin to enter the Torah, it's bitter. Why is this so? Because you have lots of blemishes that you need to fix. So if you need to fix a lot of things, a lot of impure things that are within you, when you boil water, what happens when you boil water? All the impurities rise to the top. But as you go, you remove and you sift out those impurities, the water remains clean. That's the same way with Avodat Hashem. You'll have to toil on the Torah in the beginning, but later, you'll be free of your desires, you'll be truly Sameach. Then happy is a person, it is good for him. Happy is this man in this world specifically. And these words can be understood by someone who really truly understands the suffering of this world, all its worries, its many worries, and one who desires the truth, one who's looking for the truth. If a person falls under those conditions, then he can really see what we're talking about here. And also look in the conversations of Rabenu that are printed next to Sipur Masyot. That's actually just a reference to Siman Kuf Memtet also. Um, lesson 149. Also, it's good to note, um, sorry, Lesson 149 of it's mentioning that, uh, it should go, that we should go look at in connection. But, um, you should know also that Sichot Aran was essentially, there were many of the pieces of Sichot Aran were originally printed within Sipo Masyot, the book Sipo Masyot. They were originally printed as one book. Um, only later did they print Sichot Aran separately. The Rabbi Natan began to um, separate it and uh, do certain things. Um, and look at story number nine of the um, tales of Rabenu, the story of the simpleton and the sophisticated. Even the pagan philosophers will admit that this entire world is filled with suffering constantly as it's brought down in many of their books. All their books speak about this. They all explain that the only good in this world, that uh, there's no good in this world except to, to, except to bear that which comes to you. Forbearance. Meaning the only way to escape the suffering of this world, they say, over there in those books, is to accept upon himself the, or to bear upon himself the suffering of this world, to accept it the way it is. It's just accepting, they say. But their words aren't affected because they don't give you the advice on how to accept. So it's worthless. But all their words are not effective. They're not beneficial. They're not good at all for this world without the Torah. Uh, without the Holy Torah. For their words cannot bring us closer to being happy in this world um, that only us, the Jewish people, we merited the Torah. Because Rabbeinu says the only way you can escape the, the, the bothersome troubles of this world and to bear all the suffering in this world is through the Holy Torah. 
כי כשמיישב האדם עצמו היטב באמת לאמיתו שהעולם הזה אין שום תכלית כלל. Because when a person settles his mind truthfully, and he understands at the highest level of truth that this world is not any purpose at all, meaning you should not try to make this world a purpose, meaning you should not try to fall into your desires and try to gain something from this world, meaning gain something physical and, and uh, materialistic from this world. Meaning that this world doesn't really possess a purpose except to bring you to the next world. Meaning the next world is the true taqlid, not this world. So when you settle that in your mind and you understand truthfully, you truly know that this world is not the purpose. Because Rabbeinu says, even if this world was filled with good and wealth, and there was no suffering or pain or worries at all, even then, even then it would still be vanity and it would still be empty. And by the way, it's not like that at all. It's always suffering. So that's the case, all the more so, should convince us to, to put our purpose, to, um, to work towards our purpose of the world to come. Because time passes like the blink of an eye and flies away. And our days are like a passing shadow. Um, and it's not like the shadow of a palm tree. As it says, The days of our life um, are 70 years. Their pride is toil and vanity. For it's gone speedily and flies away. Meaning life passes, like an, passes away in an instant. Life passes by in an instant, in the blink of an eye. And the pride of the Goyim is toil and vanity. And Rabbeinu explains that all the more so, this world is filled with pain, with sighing, with afflictions, with, with worries, with bothers that are immeasurable from the highest person, from the biggest person to the smallest person. From the wealthiest of people, the most astounding wealth you can imagine, to the utmost poor person that exists, all of them are filled with worries and they're bothered by the, their expenses. They're always looking at their expenses, this, that, they're always looking at their panasa. Can, how can I get more money? And other afflictions. And all sorts of other tests and sufferings that we, you know what I mean, that we all can imagine because each and every person feels this in his own right. And even um, the greatest sars, kings, officers, noblemen are filled with worries, afflictions, fears that are immeasurable as is known to anyone who knows the ways of these great people who's been in their path, who understands their, um, their level. Even people who've been associated with these people, they can see that they're not always happy. Because they're always suffering with something. All this is known even to the wise men of the Gentile nations, of the non-Jews. And yet, nonetheless, and even so, there is no one who can escape this world. 
except one who chooses his portion in the Torah, in the mitzvot, the holy mitzvot, and who's willing to be content with the smallest amount, from this world, in order to engage in the Torah and to spend his days in the Torah and in serving Hashem. Then only specifically can a person flee from the toiling of this world to exempt himself from the toiling and the worries, the um, the yagiyot, the efforts, um, and the bitterness of the soul that comes from the worrying of this world. Only then can a person escape the worries of this world and exempt his, uh, what do you call, his soul from such bitterness, only whenever he escapes the Torah. If he decides to live, and he should live a life, a true life, in the Torah and serving Hashem, that this is the truest life, this is the true life, in this world and in the world to come. Abenu says there's one way. That way is the Torah and the mitzvot, you cannot escape it. You can think that getting you more money will make you happy. It is not the case. Having nice clothing will make you happy. It's not the case. Having the best food will make you happy. It's not the case. Think about everything physical. It is not the case. But when you accept that which Hashem has given you, and you're able to be content with that which you have, and to toil in the Torah, to serve Hashem, to do it bodedut, to wake up at chatzot, to do the things that a Jew should yearn to do, even though he might not be there, he should yearn to do it, to do those things. That's what brings a person to that level. That's what brings a person to true simcha. God willing, we should have the merit to taste Olam Abba in this world by putting all our efforts, all our force in the Torah, even when it seems dark and tough, that we should put all our toiling, our effort in the Torah, for that is the only way out of the afflictions of this world. That's it for today, and we'll finish off Se'if Shin Chet Bezrat Hashem. We'll finish off the last Sikha of Sikha Daran in the next episode of Bizrat Hashem.